wake up and be amazing, and welcome back to Turn Positivity into Possibility. I'm your host, Dane Boyle, daneboyle.com, and today we're going to get real and raw. The day my world turned upside down in a crazy, out-of-control moment. I want you to imagine we're on a farm-to-market road, and that's what we call them in Texas, two-lane road, going both directions, and literally, it's the farmer to get to town. Beautiful summer day. And this was an impromptu trip, unplanned, after a day at a swing event with my boy, one of my sons. Let's go to the coast. Let's pack the cooler, let's load the car with gas, and let's head on down the road. It just was going to be a perfect day. And if you've ever had a conversation with me, if you're just getting to know me, I absolutely love the Texas coast. Spent many, many, many days and nights there experiencing life and sand and heat and smiles and music and all the things that is surrounded by the ocean. Ours is the Gulf Coast, but still imagine the ocean. There were just three of us. It was my wife, my youngest son, and the car, and the tunes. And we just wanted to smile, play in the sand, sit in a chair, and just chill and enjoy life. For about the first hour or so, it was pretty much game on and normal, right? Mom and dad up front, kiddo in the back. We always used and played John Mellencamp's Pink Houses. And we would just get really loud when he says, and vacation down at the Gulf of Mexico. And maybe he might be making fun of us a little bit, but that's who we are. That's what we are. And we own it. We just laugh. We continue. And then one of us gets to play DJ all the way down. So as we drove down the country road, it was just like any other day. Some cars, not cars, sometimes busy. Sometimes you had to slow down behind the tractor with the, with the orange triangle on the back. And as the mile marker slipped by, I came across one of those slow-moving vehicles, and just moments before, I announced how many minutes would be to the next little town if somebody needed to use the bathroom, or just to kind of give an idea of, like, we're going to be there so soon. So moment after moment goes by and goes by, and I'm behind the tractor, and I'm thinking nothing of it, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, there's a dash line that says I can pass. There's nobody coming, so let's do it. The ease out the left to the outside of that tractor I start to accelerate and the next thing I knew our world was literally turning upside down to this day I don't remember if there was a boom I don't remember if there was a pow I don't remember anything at all except for the fact that I knew the car was now out of control there was no I love you I'll see you tomorrow there was nothing and in a, that split moment as the car turned sideways, to this day, 16 years later, I can describe what inertia feels like to a T. Now, that's a memory that stays and probably will never disappear. Did I overcorrect? I have no idea. Did I correct him properly? I have no idea. I don't know. And I couldn't tell you one thing that literally happened except in a matter of moments, this car was flipping. I don't even know how many times it flipped, to be honest with you. Was it once? Was it three times? Was it four times? I have no idea. I inherently did nothing wrong in the sense that I wasn't driving recklessly, but the next thing I knew, again, no words, no hold on, no I love you, 
just the unstoppable natural law of inertia. And again, we began to flip over and over. We ended up in the middle of the road, upside down. I remember calling out everybody's name. Everybody said they were okay, except the kid's mom mumbled, and it wasn't clear. It just didn't seem normal. Understand, thankfully, because if we hadn't, I believe, had our seatbelts on, we wouldn't still be here. I wouldn't be talking to you today. But I'm upside down, and I don't even really know where I am. I'm in the middle of the road. Am I in the ditch? Am I in the grass? I have no idea. So I have to decide to unbuckle how I'm not going to hit my head and crash onto the ground. I look over, and I guess see blood everywhere. And I also remember just seeing shit scattered everywhere on the road. Everything we had, every CD back in the day, the cooler, the tent, clothes, suitcases, which were really probably gym bags or duffel bags, glass, you name it. If it had been in the car, it was now outside the car. Eventually, I unbuckle. Eventually, I get to the passenger seat, and there's just streams of blood coming. To this day, and I'm not in medicine, I'm not a medical worker, I've never seen that much blood in my life, and I hope to never see that much again. But I have to decide in that moment, I call out the kid's mom's name, and she mumbles, and it's not clear. What do I do? Did she break her neck? I have no idea. I noticed that part of her shoulder is literally just not there anymore. Obviously, it had drug on the ground, about a tennis ball size of her right shoulder was just gone. But she was alive. So just like when I was in the military, I'm all my, I'm all my in the prone position, and I'm crawling into the car, trying to talk to her, tell her what I need to do, what I need her to try to do and listen. As I go to unbuckle, I feel another set of hands, and it's my boy's hands, and we go in, we pull mom out. We drag her through the car, through the open, broken window, onto the shoulder of the road. We try to, he says, Mom, we call out her name. It, it's kind of just, it, it's confusing, right? It just isn't right. She was out of the car. She was alive. And a random stranger pulls over, identifies herself as a nurse. You never know why people are put into your life. She immediately grabs a phone, her phone, I don't know where it was. I don't think it was my phone because I know it wasn't my phone because later the sheriff came to the hospital and handed me the cell phone. And not everybody really had cell phones like they do today. She immediately called 911. She immediately said that we needed air life. She looked at me. She held my wife's head and said she needs immediate attention and they're on the way. So, Part of her shoulder is missing. Later to find out there was a 15-inch laceration across the top of her forehead all the way to, or on her head um, to the bone. Her great toe, I believe on her left foot, was just kind of dangling there. But she was alive. Her hand and wrist were, were flaccid. They just obviously had been broken and crushed and were going to need definite attention. Now, we were able to get our life. I've been in a helicopter a couple times. This is not the way I ever want to be in a helicopter. 
I want to advise you to always remember and memorize at least one phone number. In today's world, we don't memorize phone numbers, right? We just push in mom, dad, kids' names. Well, in 2006, I knew my mom and dad's phone number, my in-laws' phone number. I knew my kids' phone numbers. I knew everything. I remember my dad was still practicing medicine then. My mother-in-law had been a director of nurses. Those were the two people I asked the evac nurse to call directly and ask my dad because they lived in San Antonio to meet us at the hospital. I cannot imagine what my mother-in-law felt, you know, being 200, 300 miles away and having to either get, I don't know if she flew or I have no idea, or drove there. I assume she flew. I share that to tell you, number one, everybody's alive. Everybody's doing well today. There was a lot of trauma. There was a lot of rehab. Um, it ultimately led it wasn't the only reason to a divorce just because over the rehab process, the healing process, we lost each other. We didn't know what to do. And that's really where this goes today. One of the reasons I believe that we need community, we need connection, we need a tribe, we need to remember to never waste a heartbeat. We, never, we need to remember to ask for help. We need to have coping mechanisms. We need to have our tribes. So I didn't have any of that. I was blessed at every job, every sporting team. I got the job. I was always at the lead. I was always the leader. I was always at the front. I never had to ask for help. It always just seemed to come naturally. Then when I needed the help, when I needed the help, when I needed a shoulder to cry on, when I needed to tell somebody that it wasn't okay, when I needed to tell somebody I was scared shitless, when I needed to tell somebody or ask somebody just to come in for a moment so I could get the fuck out of the house and just breathe, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to do it. So here we are over a decade later, building, dreaming, growing, and living again. I had said in yesterday's podcast, it was me real and raw, just sharing some of that with you to tell you why I'm super passionate, why I know that dreams don't have an expiration date, why that love and loving is easy when life is good, when you need to love deeper and leave, live and love harder is when life is hard. So today... I want to remind you to tell those you love you love them and never assume they know. Live each and every day like it's your last day on earth. Kiss those you love before you walk out of the house. Give them hugs and kisses before you go to bed. Call your kids. Call your mom. Call your dad. Call your BFF today. Text somebody today. Tell them you're thinking about them and expect absolutely nothing in return. Go be amazing. Live life to the fullest. Live life in awe and take joy in the ordinary. Time is our most valuable asset. I want to thank you for your time today. I want to thank you for living the dream, for joining the revolution that is turning positivity into possibility, creating the life you love, and aging with awesomeness. You, my friend, are part of the journey. You, my friend, are an amazing human being. You, my friend, are amazeballs. And I want to remind you to celebrate yourself today. I want to remind you that you didn't have to be here. You get to be here. You chose to be here. So take action on what you heard today. Be sure to share anything that you heard, learned, loved, inspired you with a friend today. And that's how we will create a revolution to turn positivity into possibility living the life you have while you create the life you love and aging with awesomeness. So believe in yourself. And today, I'm going to challenge you to go be amazing and change the world with high fives, smiles, and handshakes. <laughs>